Hey everyone, this is Christopher Chansey, creator of Theater of Heels. If you enjoyed this podcast, please feel free to check out this and my other projects on my website, ChristopherChansey.com. If you're interested in supporting my work, please take a look at my Patreon at patreon.com slash Christopher Chansey. Thank you for the moment of your time. And now I present you with our story. Theater of Heels, Volume 2, Heroes, Heist, and Heels. Part 1, Getaway. Chapter 2, Road Hazards and Other Bad Plans. My hope. Yep, said Erica. She pressed down the gas and the truck's engine revved louder than ever. She tapped her gauntlet and the glowing holographic mat reappeared over her hand. On it, a purple triangle was barreling down one of the streets with several blue dots in its wake, and another yellow dot traveling close behind, crossing over the buildings indiscriminately. The purple dot is us, and the blue ones are the officers on the map, she said. Jefferson asked, What about the yellow dot? She grinned at him. That's a police helicopter. Don't worry about that one. I've got that one handled. I'm quivering with anticipation, he said dryly. She tapped the street on the map ahead of their current trajectory. The street glowed as the map zoomed in. We're headed here. That's where I'm going to need your help. It's one of the steepest hills in Majestic. I thought as we drove over the street that maybe you could place a thick layer of snow and ice on it? Making all the police cars get out of control, Jefferson finished were. Exactly! I did the exact same thing to the prison transport earlier today said Jefferson. Her grin widened. Where do you think I got the idea? Really? Yeah. Do you like the plan now? Well, I can certainly see its merit. I'm so glad you approve, she said as she pulled around another steep turn. The entire truck lurched forward, revealing a massive hill before them. The street was lined with tightly parked cars on each side before multi-story apartment buildings with quaint little shops on their first floor. She braced herself on the steering wheel. Because I'm going to need you to get a move on. We're on the clock. Well, since you put it that way. Once again, he flowed part of himself out of the window, concentrating on maintaining his cohesion in the blast of the vehicle's windfall. Despite this, wisps of his cloud form whisked away in the slipstream, taking some of his choices expeditions with them. Inwardly sighing, he stretched beneath the chassis, flowing out behind their truck's rear. Seven sets of strobe lights painted him with red and blue light, as he pressed himself to the back of their vehicle. Using the back of the truck to shield himself from the wind, Jefferson focused on police cars, or rather the road just ahead of their paths. He laughed as he spread out his cloudy hands. All was lost, but that the heavens fucked! Then in a lower voice he added, I do hope you boys in blue remember to wear your seatbelts. He had spelled a torrent of rain, wind, sleet, and snow from his outstretched hands. The effect was immediate. He coated the pavement instantly with a layer of slush and ice. To their credit, the officers' reactions were fast. Through the haze of a snowstorm, he saw the crimson of their brake lights glow to life. But it was too late. Their tires had already bit down on the frost-covered street and lost traction. The police cruisers pitched around chaotically, crashing into each other and the parked cars around them. The very back vehicle swerved into a lamppost before it stopped dead. The officer leapt out then promptly slipped and fell on his butt. One cruiser near the front of the pack skidded around several revolutions before the car behind them collided into its side, 
and the three following it crashed head-on into the cars on the side of the road. The two vehicles behind them crashed into the back of the pile. Luckily, everyone from that group looked stunned, but relatively unhurt. The leading cruiser was gaining on them. Unlike his contemporaries, the wide-eyed officer was in the middle of the road and lost none of the momentum by bumping into the parked cars. Unfortunately, he didn't have any control of his vehicle either. Jefferson peeked around the back of the truck. His cloudy head blew away in a heavy stream of contrails during his glance, but he had seen enough. The end of the hill butted into a T-shaped intersection. Ducking back behind the truck, Jefferson thought, My God, that poor sod is going to get himself killed! He cut off the, his outpouring in the ice storm. Moments later, the remaining police cruiser's tires slammed onto the dry, unobstructed pavement. The officer instantly slammed on his brakes. The cruiser's tires left skid marks as it fishtailed around in the middle of the road. Jefferson saw the officer exhale in relief. Jefferson shouted, You're welcome! He then shot the cruiser's engine with a bolt of lightning. crack a doom High overhead, the police copter shined its spotlight down on the lone cruiser. With its brilliant light, Jefferson had the perfect vantage to see the stunned officer's expression. He blinked as he stared at the smoking remains of his now useless engine. Up front, he heard Erica shout something. What? He peeked around the back of the truck and once again received a face full of wind. Erica shouted, Hold on! Jefferson, hold on? Jefferson murmured, To what? I'm a cloud for gah! He screamed as he indeed tried to hold on to something with his cloudy hands as the transport took another corner at the bottom of the hill at full speed. The passenger's side wheels temporarily left the ground as his twins screeched in protest. Slam! The world rocked violently as the temporarily airborne wheel crashed back down on the pavement, pitching them forward. Although he didn't need to gasp for breath as his lungs were in his other body, Jefferson somehow found the action somewhat comforting. He was about to fly back and give his partner a hypothetical lungful about her recklessness when a flash of red caught his sight. The red Mustang zoomed down the hill, expertly missing the parked cars and the crashed police vehicles, as if it were riding downhill skis instead of tires. What's more, like his partner, the driver of the sports car seemed to accelerate downhill by pressing the gas pedal. There wasn't any hint of a red brake light as it zoomed up to and expertly around the corner at the bottom of the hill. Now that the police cars were no longer preceding it, the Mustang was quickly overtaking them. Jefferson shook his head in a combination of amazement and irritation. He shouted over the rushing wind. I admire your tenacity, but your pursuit must come to a stop. He punctuated his words by firing a lightning bolt at the car's cherry red hood. crack a The Mustang veered hard to the side, dodging the blast. The lightning struck the pavement, leaving a basketball-sized divot. Jefferson stared open-mouthed. Who are you? The Mustang straightened his trajectory and accelerated. The helicopter spotlight shined down on Jefferson. Suddenly, the light pitched sideways off into the distance. Jefferson ignored the helicopter as he focused on the red Mustang scowling. No matter, he growled as he charged another bolt of lightning between his hands. Thou wretched, rash, intruding fool! Farewell! What a man! Jefferson paused his next attack as his head whipped around at the sound of Erica's panic-filled scream. Help! He retracted back to where he left part of his form in the truck's cab. He demanded, What is it? Erica was hyperventilating. 
Oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god. Her fingers were flying over the buttons of her gauntless holographic display. Above the buttons was a hologram of the police copter. There were several flashing text box icons above the holographic helicopter. Jefferson snapped. What happened? The copter. She answered frantically. Yes, did you hack it and trick it into displaying your warning lights on the pilot? Yes, um, no, I mean, I accidentally did give it engine failure. She looked at him with tears in her eyes. It's going to crash! Discover what's happening on the next episode of Theater Heals after these messages. After Erica's grave mistake, the villains watch in horror as the police helicopter plummets from the sky. Jefferson takes to the air to intercept it, but even if he could catch it, what can he do to stop the aircraft's inevitable crash? Be here next week for Theater of Heels, Volume 2, Chapter 3, Windfall. Thank you for listening to this episode of Theater of Heels. I hope you enjoyed my tale of heroes and villains. If you like this story, perhaps you might like other tales created by me, Christopher Chansey. I also have another podcast titled Stories by the Fire. It's an eclectic range of short stories and longer epics told in a darker ambiance. All these tales and more are available on my website, ChristopherChancy.com, and my YouTube channel. Theater of Heels and my other novels are also available on Amazon.com and other fine book retailers. If you'd like to support my work, please consider joining my Patreon family at Patreon.com slash ChristopherChancy. There you get exclusive insights and sneak peeks into my work, projects, artwork, and novels, as well as get access to exclusive merch. As always, thank you for stopping by and listening. May your journey always be a heroic one. Farewell.